The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Hannah Tunis. Now, Hannah, you have so many experiences and you are particularly really good at empowering people. So let me ask you for some advice. What would you say are your top three tips for maintaining confidence? We all have it somewhere. It just gets lost. So mm-hmm. how would you advise us top two or three tips on how to maintain that confidence or get it back, get your mojo back? Oh, I love this question. It kind of takes me back to um, uh, my year where my, I believe my um, biggest testimony begins. But that was a year, a few years ago, I completely lost my confidence. I completely lost my drive, my motivation. Um, and I was borderline depressed, right? Wow. So coming to a place where um, I think someone even asked me this question, like, how did you start up again? Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, I'll, I'll say the top three things that top three things that are top of mind. Number one is community. Mm. If you are listening to this and you think that you can do it by yourself, you cannot. As human beings, we were created to be in community, um, interdependent, to so commune, to commune exactly. So I went from being this you know, independent woman to like, oh no, wait a minute. Um, I need to be interdependent. Like I need to depend on someone else's strengths when I am weak. And so community, um, my community of women, of, of friends, I should say, not just women, but of friends definitely helped to bring my mojo back. They affirmed who I was. They, they fed me with words of affirmation when mm-hmm. I couldn't even speak a word. And so community is so important. I would say the second thing for me, um, I'm sorry. The first thing is faith. Okay. For me, <laughs> the first thing is, I mean, I know we all have our different, um, our different perspectives, but for me, it's, it's faith. It's, it's being able to, it, it was in that intimacy when I was in a dark space and I have to be honest and authentic. So I, I apologize if, if maybe other people's number ones are different, but As I know they would be, it's fine. I know for me, you know, I was in a very dark space and I mean, there was light all around my room, but I couldn't see that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, but one thing I was in, although I couldn't speak to the creator, although it was hard for me to pray, I still was in intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. I remember like my most emotional moments were in him. Like, you know, I can't talk right now, but you know my heart, and it's yes, yes, we feel it. Yes, and then well, that's what I was saying then. Sorry, 
And then the second thing is uh, community, because I'm thinking about when I couldn't speak those those women who spoke life into me. And I think the third thing um, is writing, writing it down um, or drawing it or mm. journaling, uh, whatever it is that you need to do um, that, that is comfortable for you to express yourself with ah. an outlet, right? So you have that, you have that vertical, you have the vertical way of staying connected. So this was me vertically with the Lord. And then I had a horizontal way of staying connected with community, but then ah. you need to be able to have an outlet to express. And some people, they do it by acting. Some people, they do it by journaling or um, they're artists, but whatever it is, having that outlet is important. And some people do it as yourself by giving back. So now what would be your, any advice that you would give to a woman who wants to become a humanitarian? And does it always have to be a big thing? Like, you know, as you, like, I am going to help 1 million women. You can be a humanitarian by helping one person. So what would be your advice for a woman who wants to become a humanitarian? Yes. First of all, I would say you rock. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I don't feel like I've ever really called myself a humanitarian. I don't really do well with labels. Mm. I just see my like I just know that I want to serve, yes. and I want to motivate, empower, and make a difference. So, with that being said, that can happen in your own backyard. As yes. a matter of fact, there was a time when I had to check myself last year. I was like, Hannah, you're going across the seas. What's going on in your neighborhood in New York City, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to kind of check myself and say, okay, it's great that you're doing all these things globally, but remember the youth in New York City. Yes. Remember the girls and women, the women and girls here. I've never neglected them. I've done programs here. I've done programming. I've connected with them here, but it was just a reminder for me. So back to what you said, it doesn't have to be a, a worldwide campaign, right. right? It can be as simple as acknowledging your neighbor some of us we we don't we never talk to our neighbors <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of us for good reason <laughs> like what did you actually put that on my grass did you put that in front of my phone? I hear you. <laughs> um but yeah it starts it, it doesn't have to be anything big um i think about my my cousin's my cousin's son uh who's also my cousin he's so young and around Christmas, he was like, yeah, I asked my friends to collect money for, um, you know, just to give to people who are homeless. Amazing. And his mind wasn't really, you know, it has to be guided a little bit, his project, but it's something so small. So it doesn't have to be anything big. Um, I will give one tangible step though, because yes. I believe in tangible steps. Um, the first step, if you do want to make a difference or start your own nonprofit organization or anything, do your research, you know, mm -hmm. Talk to people who have nonprofits. Talk to people who have grassroots projects. Ask them what their challenges are, um, who they networked with. Tap into their network. Um, yeah, that's one thing I wish I would have done early on. I just went to Liberia. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you were just like, go. <laughs> but I'm yeah, going. <laughs> exactly. That's the one advice I would give. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. What are you most proud of? You've done so much for so many people. What are you most proud of? Constantly overcoming the need to be validated. Wow, that is <laughs> epic. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Jana put a star on that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bookmark that one. Okay. 
So now that you've gotten completely gotten rid of your need to be validated, what is next for you? What do you aspire to do next? Oh, so there's, I just took a trip to Liberia. I just got back about two weeks ago um, to when I went, my, my main goal was to meet the, the youth led chapter there because now there are two youth chapters in 1 million girls, one in God. Wow. Congratulations to them. Thank you. They're doing the work. They're they're on ground doing the work. So shout outs to them. Um, but when I was there, the reason why I also love to travel in the places where the work is happening is because it reminds me of why I started what I did. And I think um, going back to Liberia, it always uh, confirms for me the next step for what I need to do for women. Uh. And, and so for me, it's about stability. It's about yeah. the mental health of the women and girls, not only in Liberia, but in West Africa, which is the the, the region where I typically work. Um, but yeah, it's about their mental health. It's about their community. It's about housing. It's about stability. And so I'm finding ways and strategy and asking for wisdom. You know, um, how does that, what does that look like? What does that look like in the next five years? We're, we're in our 10th year. We're about wow. to celebrate. Uh, Serious, yeah, amazing. Years. So that question is so timely because now I'm thinking, what is what is the we have the foundation, but what is the next sustainable thing? How do we keep? Yes, we're teaching girls how to make pads, but it's bigger than the pads. It's housing, it's food, it's mental health. Um, just to let you know, Dr. Shirley in Liberia right now, the biggest thing that's happening in the news is rape, right? Gender-based violence. So that's the. <laughs> So now we have to tap into other things, um, to other issues happening because it's happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, the world is, I mean, thank goodness, right? We, we're alive. Um, yeah. We are healthy. We have love in our families. But my God, sometimes the world is really a tragic place. Mm -hmm. But it's up to women like us, like you, like myself, like our listeners. It's, it's up to men and women to hear these messages, become aware yeah. acknowledge and participate to help make the world a better place. Exactly. It is imperative. It's imperative. Yeah. Now let's pivot one more time as we come to a close of this podcast interview. Let's pivot and talk about a little bit of fashion. fashion. <laughs> now you worked for a fashion PR um, agency. Does fashion now play a part of your life? Is it part of your identity? So I love fashion. I love style. I love Ooh, style. Yes. I, yeah. You know what? I think fashion and style can be used interchangeably sometimes. I don't know. What do you think? I think it can. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think it can. You know, there have been so many actually conversations about people thinking fashion is different from style. And I think they go hand in hand, but they, they may be different. Like fashion is like the thing, the trend of the day, but style is, you know, it's a little bit more personal. It's what you make yeah. of it. You're very stylish. I've seen your pictures, girl. Oh, my seen goodness. Them. Thank you so much. I mean, a lot coming from you. Um, <laughs> I so fashion. Can you please repeat the question? Absolutely. Is fashion does it have a role in your life currently? And if it does, is it part of your identity? Is it is it a way that you express yourself, or is it just like, yeah, I'm wearing these fabulous clothes, and enough said. <laughs> so I, I do think that at fashion and style. Well, fashion is not as I want to say prominent is not as significant when it comes to my own personal brand and who I am. However, yes. it is a part of me. 
Yes. So I naturally love fashion. I just, I love a good avant-garde outfit. Like I, I love things that stand out. Yes. So that's hair. That's eyelashes. Yes. A shirt, like the color of a shirt or pants. So I think fashion is just a part of me. I don't, I don't think that I try not to be about it or I try yes. to be about it. It's just, I, I like it. Um, it's just I, like you woke up that way. Fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know, just really nice things, but not, it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. You know, it's just, just something that's different. I like things that are different. And I think I also get that from my mother too. She loves, my mom would say bling, bling. She likes bling, bling. <laughs> you ask her what she wanted for her birthday, how she wanted her decorations. Everyone just wear bling, 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 bling. So, <laughs> your your mother and my mother should meet. There's a lot in common there. Like bling, bling, like mom, what do you bling, want for your birthday? Bling, bling. Mom, bling, what do you bling. want for Christmas? Bling, bling. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, is that is that a, that's a song, isn't it? Bling bling. Yeah, anyway, um, I think I think just to to wrap up that question, I, I think when it comes to the branding, fashion can be something that is very classy and that speaks to who you are. And so, you know, I'm all about modest dressing and and dressing with purpose and standing out. And so that is a reflection of that. Fashion is can be a reflection of that. Excellent. I love that. I love that. Now you do so much. What do you do or not do to de-stress and decompress? Do you have a well-being or wellness routine? I actually do. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. I do. And I'm I'm so proud of myself because I didn't always have a, a self-care routine. I really didn't. I just kind of got up and, and did what I needed to do and ended the day. But um, I'm very intentional. At in the evenings, especially Friday evenings, if there if I don't have any plans or if there's nothing going on, um, I typically like to just stay home. I'll close my laptop because I'm constantly on my laptop. I will be intentional about closing it down, and then I would uh, do a face mask. Ah, a face mask. Yeah, perfect. the whole thing on Friday nights for me, I do a face mask. No, I don't really like too much. Like the lighting is cool, but I'll have like one light on. Yes. I listen to lo-fi music. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'll put like a lo-fi playlist on on Spotify. I have my mask on. My hair is up or my unit is off. Yeah. <laughs> and then I will, yeah, I'll do, I'll light a candle. I'm, yes. I'm becoming a candle person now. Like I love it. So <laughs> light a candle and then after, and I'll just, I'll just relax. Yes. Because I, I, I'm the type of, it's hard for me to relax sometimes, you know? Yes. And when you're relaxing, it's like your mind is going. So I am very intentional during this time to just relax and not think and not speak and not say, just be. I blow up my candle. I put on Netflix. I take out my face mask, put yes. a show on and just enjoy. And my it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Now, would you say that face mask is part of your, your beauty routine? Is that something you do frequently or just sort of once in a while? So I do it once in a while. I try to do it frequently. Um, but I'll, although I don't do a face mask all the time, like maybe like I'll do it twice a month. Um, but I do use a, a specific facial cleanser. So okay. I'm very particular now. I didn't always used to be like that though, Dr. Joe. <laughs> plain soap sometimes, like dove soap. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> one of my friends who's actually a social media influencer, uh, yeah. beauty, beauty and lifestyle, um, she was like, don't do that. 
it's soap. I love Dove. Um, but then oh my I God. my own, like a cleanser just for my face and yes. I saw improvements right away. So okay, I'm okay. Good. About oils in my face. Yeah. Okay, good. Wonderful. So that's part of your beauty routine. You've got the cleanser, you've got the moisturizer, you've got the oils. Yes. Excellent. Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't even believe it. The last question. Oh no. I know. <laughs> we've had, we've been having such a great time. I hope you have at least. I can't speak for you. I've been having a great time. <laughs> so this is the Fab Five, and the Fab Five is: What are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful and fabulous life? And I always write these down. So here we go. Ooh. Top five, uh, top five fab recommendations for living your best life ever. <laughs> ever. Okay, top five. Um, so I have so many. I'm trying to narrow it down to five. Um, okay. Top five for living your best life. Number one. Yes. Number one. Um, be secure in who you are. Be your authentic self. That's number one. Okay. Authentically you. So if you are sitting around a group of people and they're not necessarily maybe, you know, they're all acting a certain type of way, but you know, usually you don't act that way or whatever the case may be, or maybe I'm trying to think of an example. Actually, can you like cut that? I don't know. I, I'm, I feel yes. like I'm blank. Um, no worries. Number one, be your authentic self. Okay. Yes. That's yes. number one. Yourself yes. is enough. Um, number two, yes, I would say self-care, right? So self-care, find a self-care routine, um, do things that make you happy, but make sure that it, it is for yourself and you're not trying to pour into anyone else. We need to, you know, pour into ourselves so we can give from our overflow. Yes. Um, the third thing, stay connected to the source. Um, you know, for me, I as as I told you all already, I'm Christian, um, but I, I am very big on my intimacy with the Lord. It's about relationship. It's not about religion for me. So it's about just having that relationship and, and making sure that you are pursuing that relationship because you will definitely see the difference when you when you create that intimacy with the source. I would say number four, get some friends who can hold you accountable, but mm -hmm. also have fun. Um I have friends who are celebratory friends, right? I have a group of friends who we celebrate each other all of the time. You need that. You need people who are going to celebrate you. And you also need people who are going to hold you accountable. Um, with, with that, Dr. Shirley, if you could just allow me, I will say that it's hard sometimes as women and as people to let people in because sometimes yes. we don't want people to see our mess or yes. that we need to change, right? Yes. But if you have those few people that you can trust, let them in. Let them in, let them hold you accountable. And I think the fifth thing is to celebrate the small wins. Oh yeah. Celebrate those small wins. Every day getting up is a day of purpose. The, re the, the fact that we are even alive, if you're listening to this right now, you are alive, not just to be alive. You are alive on purpose, right? And so just making sure that um, you celebrate the little things that happen. If you got up in the morning and yesterday you were feeling weak, but today you're strong, that is a win. Celebrate that, you know? So th those are my five my five tips for living a fab life. They sound pretty fab to me. 
My gosh, Hannah, thank you so much for your time. This has been inspiring, enlightening, and energizing, all of that and a bag of barbecue chips. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you are amazing and awesome. I'm so glad to have met you and to be in your space. And thank, thank you, you very for much. Having you. Such a pleasure. Thank you so very much. This brings us to our close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast with my fabulous guest, Hannah Natu Tunis. If you felt inspired by Hannah's story, support her mission to empower girls and all youth worldwide by visiting her on social. Her handles are at Tunis, at One Million Girls, and at Find Your Light with Hannah. As always, if you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond levels for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and private access to my clubhouse. Visit patreon.com slash foreverfab. And if you are a founder or represent a beauty brand or a wellness brand and want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment, 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or pick up the phone to call to make an appointment. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K lift.com. And speaking of on the go, if you don't want to go anywhere or leave your home for your beauty maintenance, look no further than Jet Set Beauty Rx offering mobile aesthetic medical services such as injectable fillers and multivitamin facial treatments on the go. Jet Set Beauty Rx is coming to your neighborhood soon. Check out Jet Set Beauty Rx and visit jetsetbeautyrx.com to make a reservation. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.